This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Ottawa Senators tonight here in Ontario. Some changes among the forwards ahead of tonight's tilt with the Sens and Alan May will join us to talk about those changes and a whole lot more. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, October 18th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Coming to you today from Canada's capital city. For the only time the Capitals will be here this season at Canadian Tire Center against the Senators. Puck drop tonight at 7 o'clock. In advance of the flight north yesterday, the Caps held practice in Arlington, where the forward line combinations were altered significantly. We're at the beginning of the season, and really all through training camp, we saw Alex Ovechkin, Nick Backstrom, and TJ Oshie together. Saw him for the first two games of the regular season. Yesterday, big changes. Ovechkin skating with Dylan Strome and Tom Wilson. Oshie shifted onto the second line to run with Connor McMichael and Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Backstrom will now anchor a third line with Sonny Milano and Matthew Phillips alongside. Now, fourth line was missing Nick Dowd yesterday, who was out with a maintenance day. Assuming he's good to go tonight, that line likely stays the same. Beck Malenstein on the left and Alexei Protus on the right. But in the absence of doubt yesterday, we saw Protus center a line with Malenstein and Anthony Mantha. If Dowd does play tonight here in Ottawa, Mantha likely a healthy scratch for the second straight game. For the first time this season here on the show, happy to have Alan May with us from Monumental Sports Network talking about those line changes, Matthew Phillips, Connor McMichael, and a whole lot more. Well, Alan, great to see you here around the rink, and I guess this has really kind of been the Matthew Phillips show here, the number one star of the game. He's not a big guy, but he's got a lot of heart, and what a night for him to be able to get a goal, his first, and assist his first, and get number one star of the game, and you do it against your former team. It's about as good as it gets. It really is, and, and for him, everything about it, the team that drafted him, the city he grew up in, and then he plays against them, gets his first ever goal. That's kind of the stuff they make movies about, but with him, I let's look at probably what he learned in the flame system, the way they play the game. He's got details all over the ice. It's not just about the goal and the assist to me last night. It's about everything he did defensively when he didn't have the puck. He's a smart, heady hockey player. He's not an all-world phenom skater like Calgary's Theo Fleury was, but he's a very intelligent hockey player. It's perpetual motion, and he seems to understand what to do with the puck at all times, whether it's just getting it out of the zone or getting it deep into the offensive zone and making safe defensive plays while he has the puck. What does it do to a locker room to have a guy come in and do this, to come in from the outside, make the team. I mean, it's got to be pretty inspiring, right? Well, especially with him because he is the smallest, lightest player supposedly in the history of the National Hockey League. I don't know what he weighs, what the real, I've seen a 25-pound fluctuation in his weight. But you know what? He's an energetic guy. He's always got a smile on his face. And, you know, he's having fun playing hockey. He's playing with idols of his right now. And I think everyone's having fun with it. And one of the great things about a team that has won in the past, the veteran players aren't petty. They're not jealous. They're more supportive. They understand the value of team and everyone fitting in and feeling comfortable. And I think he's done a great job of fitting in and being comfortable around the big guys. 
On the subject of being comfortable, Connor McMichael, after the Calder Cup run, gets his ring, comes up with the first goal of the season against the Flames, and it just feels like he doesn't have to think about it anymore. He said that to us, but what do you see in Connor's game here? Why is he a lot more ahead of where he was a year or two years ago? Well, it shows the value of the American Hockey League, and both you and I are veterans of the American Hockey League, and you've seen this over the years. There's been a lot of first round and second round highly touted picks who had to learn the details of the game. And a lot of them refused. They wanted to remain who they were in junior, and they didn't adapt. I think the best thing for him was getting to play all those games in Hershey last year in the regular season. And then that playoff run, learning the value of a shot block, getting pucks out of the zone, your puck battles, your back check with desperation. Everything you do without the puck, how important it is. And it made him a more complete player. So when we see him walking around right now, even walking around the way he's talking to the press, he seems a lot more grown up. And on the ice, he doesn't look like a little kid anymore. He looks like he's confident in what he's doing, not cocky, not arrogant. And I really appreciate the attitude and what he did over the offseason to come in here and make this team because it was not given to him like it is in a lot of towns with first-round draft picks who keep getting it handed to them when they don't deserve it. I think he's deserved everything for this season. A guy that definitely fits that job description. First-round pick wasn't handed to him. Seven years it took to get here and make an opening night roster. But Lucas Johansson making the most of the opportunity. And just the bigger pick just talking about the Calder Cup and winning under Todd Nelson and everything that went right for the Bears. And you see that through camp and now into the regular season that these guys are different players and better because of it. Absolutely. And, and the confidence you gain by winning rounds in the American Hockey League, any, any playoff league that you play in. I look at him, though. He's kind of perfecting simple. When he got here, he was touted as an offensive guy. He moves the puck brilliantly. He is keeps it simple, whether it's a 5, 10, 15, or a 60-foot pass. He puts it on the tape. It's always flat. He's got a lot of poise, but I really like his board play. And he's still got some confidence to gain at the National Hockey League level. And I'd like to see him get to play with a few different partners as far as the right-handed guys. I'd like to see how he fits in with a John Carlson. And, you know, I think he fits in well with Jensen. Everyone fits in with uh, TVR. He's kind of the utility knife. But Johansson, he joked around to me the other day. It took long enough when I congratulate him on the open ant roster. I said, that's who you are, man. It's part of your makeup. Perseverance is important in the game. And we've seen a lot of players take a while and I think of one of the best caps ever and Jay Beagle as far as role players it took him forever to make the National Hockey League and then he played here forever so hopefully that goes that way for the young Johansson as well. Calgary game did not start well. It ended well with the 3-2 shootout win, and now Ottawa coming up, and the forwards changing up a little bit. We saw a great performance from Matthew Phillips. We saw a good performance from Sonny Milano. We saw a good performance from Connor McMichael, but a little bit of a different look here as Alex Ovechkin, Nick Baxham, TJ Oshie, at least as far as the skate was concerned prior to leaving for Ottawa. You've got Dylan Strome and Tom Wilson with Ovechkin, McMichael, Kuznetsov, and Oshie, and then on the third line, Nick Baxter moving down, and he'd be with Milano. And Phillips, and I gotta say, I like the third line with Nikki. You got the hands in the middle with the two guys that can fly on the wings. I feel like that has some jam to it. It certainly does. And I've liked actually, despite the opening night, I like the play of Nick Backstrom because it, it looked better than he was last year. He's more fluid right now. But I think the lines had to change. I was surprised that they started with Oshie, Backstrom, and Ovechkin on the line. I thought there'd be an injection of speed and youth on each line. It looks like the makeup now was with that. Although I like Strom and Phillips. I thought they looked very well. Instant chemistry. All three of them had excellent games last night. And I thought they were a positive even in the first game when it wasn't. But I think right now, regardless of the lines and the defense pairings, I remember back to Barry Trotz. He brought in everything was completely different in what the team did in every zone, stylistically how they were going to play. 
And, I, and it took him a little while. And I, and I think if memory serves correct, it wasn't until Tampa in December that everything started to click. It's been a while, but maybe that's what it was. I think it's going to take a little while for everything to click with everything being so different. They're playing at a faster pace. And I think there are some coverage errors with and without the puck and, and what they're doing in all of the zones. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a process. And I think the biggest thing is not to eat your own, to stay confident and allow these lines and allow, allow everyone to really understand the system. Because right now we're seeing simple mistakes, but they're at a high speed. The attentions are great, but there's always one little thing out of place. And it takes a little while to do that. And I think if, if preseason was better played at a better pace and more urgency from every single player in the National Hockey League, it wouldn't take as long to get there. But I think it's going to take them maybe the rest of this month. And they should understand. And hopefully they're still balancing it around 500 and then start to gain some momentum as we go on. Last one for you. And again, going back to the preseason, McMichael and Kuznetsov had a lot of time together there. I'm intrigued to see what they can do in Ottawa just because McMichael playing with the most confidence he's ever had in his career. Kuznetsov got the shootout winner kind of bring him along a little bit and then if you got TJ over there and you've got someone who can finish that has the potential I think to be a pretty good line against the Senators. Well it's certainly and they're going to have their hands full at the Senators they are a quick hockey team all their defensemen can move the puck around very well so they're excellent on breakouts so they're going to have to be strong defensively and then offensively hopefully you can take advantage of the youthfulness of all of the players they, they got to be the youngest if you know not one of the you know the bottom five or, or whatever you, how you refer to that the youngest teams in the National Hockey League so there will be mistakes in coverage the Capitals hopefully can take advantage of that but all of the lines I hopefully Kuzi they need him to break out because we all believe I think you me all the broadcasters we believe this team goes as Evgeny Kuznetsov goes he needs to be better and hopefully there's a little more chemistry and a little change of attitude in his game and he starts putting up the numbers that the Caps need him to we'll see what happens in Ottawa Alan great to see you here around the ring thanks for joining us thanks see you soon Always good to hear what Alan has to say. Catch him tonight with Alexa Landestoy on Monumental Sports Network ahead of Puck Drop. It's the Capitals and the Ottawa Senators tonight from Canadian Tire Center in Canada, Ontario. First road game of the new season, airtime 645 on 1067 The Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Wednesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.